everyone follows the Greyhound leader. RSN 927. Now on winners, time for the weekly Greyhound preview. Let's have a look at tonight's meeting, Metro Racing at Sandown. And joining us is Sandown's own Jason Adams. How are you, Jace? Good morning, Nas. I'm well and really enjoying these uh, cooler conditions down Melbourne Way. It's certainly very refreshing after the, the warm weather we had uh, this time last week. So another good card ahead of us tonight at Sandown Park. Of course, the highlight being Poke the Bear in race number six, stepping up in distance. And he's one of many short price favourites throughout the night. He probably should be winning. So seven winners for us last week and hopefully a similar result this week. Okay, well, let's have a look at race one. This is over the 5.15, and in this race, you can take out reserves nine and ten. We've got number one, Leon Bale, at three. 5.50 for Jaro Bale, 2.90 Mapunga Wonder, and then we're looking at Thistle Smoke, who's at $6.50. Yeah, it's a maiden final. It's a pretty strong maiden final, too, that we saw Heats ran on Sunday. I've gone with number two, Jaro Bale, and just on the eye to me, he, he just looks like a sharp type. He was on debut, so they're always pretty hard to read, but... The way he got home, I thought, was impressive. He got home in 10.51, which is quite strong for any greyhound, let alone one who's on debut. So I think this draw has to be okay for him in box number two. So I'm really keen to see what he can produce second up. Second number six, Mahjong Nickel. And, look, he was the fastest of the first split of the heats on Sunday. He went 5.07. And, look, this is a race where there's not much early speed. So I expect him to fire to the front. I just reckon the heat's going to be on him in the later stages. Third number one, Leon Bale, who's a brother to and number two, Ajaro Bale, and looks to have similar ability as well. He got home in 10.60, which is quite strong. And fourth number three, Mapunga Wanda, who got room to move on Sunday and do his own thing to the first split. But I just reckon there's going to be a bit more pressure on him in the run to the first turn here tonight. So race one, I've gone with two, six, one and three. Two from six, one, three in the first. We have a look at race two over the 5.15, take out nine and ten. We've got number one, Detroit, Detroit Wally at eight, six dollars for Flying Smart. Ashton Vanquish at a dollar thirty-five, the short price five. Yeah, look, he does look very, very hard to beat. This race is named Launching Pad Heats, the fourth of April, and I think this boy here is certainly a type who would be targeting the Launching Pad next month. In this case here, he just should be winning this race. He's much better than any other greyhound in this field. He started his career really well. Five career starts, three wins now, and. Most recent of those at Geelong last outing in 25 and 54. That's pretty sharp, and I just cannot find one reason to take him on here. He's a short quote, so there's always risk attached to that, but he does look much better than the rest of his rivals here. Second number three, Flying Smart, who I think looks clearly the second best greyhound in this race. He, he lacks a bit of early speed, which often lets him down, and he does find a bit of trouble in the early stages. So given that, clear running is the key for him. Third number two, why not Lola, who does have a bit of uh, early pace, and she has been knocked around a fair bit in her past couple of starts, so her form in the last couple don't really reflect uh, her true ability, and I think this draw from box number two gives her every chance to be able to produce her best, and fourth, number seven, a zipping Amy, who was a nice winner here on Sunday, she led all the way in 29.99, but I think that sort of time isn't going to allow her to be a winning chance uh, in this race. So race two, I've gone with four, three, two and seven. Four, three, two, seven in the second. The third event is over the 5.15. Take out five and ten. We've got number one, Manny Allen at 2.30. Disco Lemonade, 2.70. Going in Starlight, 50. And Nat's Awesome is at $5.50. This is a grade five file in a 250-plus ranking at rates and look, probably not one of the strongest races you'd see in a metropolitan card of racing, but I've gone with one on top, Manny Allen, and it was a solid winner on Sunday. He was a bit tardy to begin. He went pretty slow on the first split, but he warmed up uh, in, in the middle part of the race and got home pretty well too. So although he doesn't have a stack of early speed himself, there's not many others in this field who do either. So I think he's got the draw 
to be able to hold his spot on the fence. And given the way he got home on Sunday, I reckon he is the one to put on top here. Second number two, Disco Lemonade. And I don't think there's much between her and Manny Allen. I just think we're getting more consistency about the form of Manny Allen. Third number eight, Papowski. I think this draw looks pretty good for her because on Sunday she did kind of look towards to get to the middle part of the track. So I don't think box eight's a, a disaster for her at all. And fourth, number four, Giveaway King, who's just been fair in his past few starts. He was okay on Sunday, but I know this Greyhound's got a big motor. And if he is to return to his best, he's certainly a very strong place chance uh, in this one. So one to include in your exotics. So race three, I've gone with one at two, eight and four. One from two, eight and four. Uh, now to race four. This race we've got uh, the one Spokane Flick at three, eight dollars for watercolour. Zipping Bolt, seven fifty. Nick Mac Paddywhack at five fifty. Seven for Carlum's Son and Haley Style at two fifty. Go with number one, Spokane Flick, and she's come up with box number one again. So she's had it three out of her past four starts, and she hasn't yet been able to win from the draw, but I'm still going to go with her because I think sooner or later she is going to break through. She can go around 30 and 40, uh, 34, 40, I should say, on the clock, which is in the ballpark of winning this race. She just needs a clear run, and I think she's probably one of the better ones in this race, bar one, who is number eight, Haley Style. I think she's the fastest greyhound in this race, when she's at her best. We saw her go around last weekend. She led the race, which is something she doesn't often do, and then she was beaten by five lengths, which I thought was really disappointing from her. From where she was in the race, she shouldn't have been beaten as far as she was. So I've got her second purely on that run that I thought was a bit of a letdown last week, but I still have to include her because we know her best is quite good. Third number two, Watercolour. We liked him last week at a, at a nice price. He, he ran fourth, and I just thought he went to make a charge in the race around the home turn. He just got held up pretty bad. So I think, again, if he does get that clear room, we'll see him charge again and finish up in the money. And fourth, number seven, Callum Sun, who is a sneaky chance here, I think, to uh, to run a place, but he's coming up at the track's first up, track and distance. So race four, Going with one, eight, two, and seven. One, eight, two, and seven. We go to race five. Uh, Takeout runners two and ten. Number one, Ashton Nutar at four eighty. Oakvale Magic two forty. Kinlock Moss at three fifty. Ryko Ablett is at nine dollars. First look at the Quaddies, the mix four five, and I think this comes up with one of the uh, the better bets on the card. I've gone with number three, Oakvale Magic, and. I do think she is a class above the rest of her rivals here. She's been really unlucky in her past couple of starts in really good company as well. You look through her form line, her last four starts, she's been beaten by Circle of Dreams, Black Opium, She's Gifted and Southern Ripple, who we know are all-stars. And this is a field where she doesn't come up against uh, any types here are comparable to those. So I think she can show good pace, which will show pace on Saturday night before being taken out of the race. So if she leads, I think she will be winning. And around that $2.50 price, uh, is a good price for me, I think. So three on top, Oakdale Magic. Second number five, Kinlock Moss. And he's one who I do have a soft spot for because week in, week out, he gives 110%. And no matter uh, what he draws, despite the, the awkward draw here in box number five, he will run a good race. Third number one, Aston Utah. Look, he continues to promise a lot, but he just hasn't delivered a heap yet. But certainly this is a, a nice draw for him to be able to do that. And fourth, number seven, Electra Caution, who's drawn well. He's a wide runner. Does have a lot of pace, but he does have good ability. So, in how wide he does run, he just covers too much ground to, to really make it up. So, race number five, firstly, the Quaddy, I've gone with three, five, one, and seven. Three, five, one, and seven. We go to race six now. Uh, this is over the 5.95, and you can take out the two. We spoke about this with Poke the Bear stepping up to the 5.95 um, in this race. $1.25 is the quote on offer. 
and we've got Sweet as M, who's at five. Yeah, this is really exciting, and I think at the moment that most of us have been waiting for, especially of more recent times with Poke the Bear, because we know he's, he's an okay beginner over the sprint, but in the races that he does uh, contest in, he's up against some of the more elite sprinters in the country. So given he doesn't have a lot of early speed, he is always relying on luck. In his past few starts, he has had zero luck uh, whatsoever. So this step up in distance, that, that will allow him to be able to find the front a bit easier, I'd say, and we've seen him absolutely charge home over the sprint. So that extra 70, 80 metres he'll have tonight to work with, certainly going to play in his favour. He's clearly um, the best dog in this race, and I'm really excited to see what he's able to produce. $1.25 is bang on and, and probably might even short come the jump. Second number eight, sweet as M, and she's the second best greyhound in this race. I think that's clear. It was good to see her win over 700 metres last week for the first time, and she just got a little bit tired in the later stages. So that's probably the reason why we've seen her drop back to the 595 on this occasion. But I think this draw box number eight is not good at all for her because she will want to cast to the fence, um, but she is very talented and certainly the second best greyhound in this field behind Poke the Bear. Third number six, Wolf, who's got a, a big motor, we saw him win uh, here last outing where he found himself buried back in the field and even finding trouble. He was still able to get over the top, but that was quite a modest field. So he comes into a stronger field here. I don't think he can win, but he can run a nice race and run into the placings. And fourth, number five, at Cisco Ride. He was very good last week. She won in, he won, I should say, in 34 and 24. And he's uh, just not that type that strikes me to be able to do that week in, week out. So happy to have him for fourth. And he comes up against a couple of really uh, stars here in this one as well. So race six, I've gone with three, eight, six and five. Three, eight, six, five, race number seven. Um, he can take out nine and ten. No, we don't have any market up at this point. Three on top here is Shannon Georgie. And look, I do think she's probably the likely leader of this race, but she's not very strong in the run to the line. But this isn't a field either that you're going to be really uh, having a lot of pressure on your late. So I think she can lead the race run up to her PB, which is around 29.70. She's going to be right in the thick of it. Second number five, why not Ginger? And look, she's good enough to race well in a field like this. She's got good pace and she does often break 30 seconds here. Third number four, Dinah Helena. Bit hit and miss this girl. She has saved some of her best work for the Meadows and she does come to stand in here for the second time. Got ability, but as I said, she is a bit hit and miss. And fourth number one, Blunderbuss, who has good pace. Uh, just think in the later stages, he's not going to run out a really strong 500, so he will be vulnerable uh, in the later stages. So race seven, I've gone with three, five, four and one. Three, five, four and one. Race eight is the free-for-all, and in this race, there are no scratchings. Eight on top here, Black Opium, which I expect that many people would. She's about to dollar thirty, and one of those many short-price favourites throughout the card that do look a class above, and... Look, she's probably not drawn perfectly out in box, eight, box number eight, firstly, but I think secondly as well. She's got Navajo Bear on her inside, who's a, a pretty good beginner, and he does like to race in the middle of the track. So she's not going to have life easy for her, but she's got so much class, and I think even if she doesn't lead, sit second or third down the back, I think the class she does have, she's going to be too good, and she's so young, so good already. And this is no doubt going to be uh, another step in the path to her becoming one of the uh, the best sprinters in the country. Second number seven at Navajo Bear, as I mentioned, really good speed, but he will want to hook to the middle part of the track. And I just think if he was to line up with Black Opium down the back straight, I do think Black Opium probably four to five lengths quicker than what he is overall. Third number two, fully loaded. And I think outside of those two I've just mentioned, he's the uh, probably the next best. He's got loads of early speed. He probably will be up front early. He's just not that strong.
in the later stages. So he is relying uh, on these better ones to find a bit of trouble. And fourth, number four, Alberto. It was a good winner last week, and he has won four of his past five, but uh, none of them have been up against the class of uh, Black Opium as he meets here tonight. So race eight, the free-for-all. The good race have gone eight, seven, two, and four. Eight, seven, two, four. Race number nine. Uh, this is over the 5.15, and box five is vacant. Seven on top here, Ashley's Entity, and he's had just a one career start, so not a lot of form to read off, but uh, that, that fact is certainly uh, comparable to other runners in this race, but in that one that he did have, he won very well at the Meadows in 13-11, and not only did he win, but he didn't look that green. He looked to have all the tricks, and I think for him tonight, if he repeats that first split that he did run of 5-12, he's going to be right in the thick of it in the early stages, but one concern is Dinah Walker on his outside in box number eight, he wants to find the fence, so I think Ashley Zenity might get away with that because he should begin ahead of him. Second number four, Fancy Francine, who has come through that Vic Bread and Maiden series at the Meadows, and I thought in the final, which she made, she improved yet again. She went 30.09, running second behind Lextra Spring. I've just got her for second. I just think Ashley Zanity on the eye is probably going to run faster. Third number two, up and about. Now, he's a talented type for Jerry O'Keefe, of course, produced out of Belzer Ringen, who won the Sandown Cup a few years ago. And this boy... He's got ability, but he's just a bit erratic in his racing, and I just don't want to install a heap of confidence in him at the moment until he really starts to step up. And fourth, number one, a lightning blast. He's a strong type, um, but I reckon the race might be uh, done and dusted by the time he starts to warm up. So race nine, I've gone with seven, four, two, and one. Seven, four, two, and one. Race ten over the 5.15, and in this race you can take out runners four, five, and also the eight. Now, I spoke about Aston Vanquish earlier on in the card, who looks to be going towards the launching pad series next month. And I reckon this boy here in the next race, who I've got on top, number six, Hugh Rentia, he's probably heading in that exact same direction. It looks clear to me because he has started off his career in South Australia. He was a really good winner at Angle Park last outing in 29.67. And that sort of time, doing that in your third career start, that is really impressive. So since then, he's been sent down to the kennel of Steve Bruce White, and I think, as I mentioned, he's uh, certainly going to target the launching pad. And on that win at Angle Park last outing, it looks to have all the ability he needs to be able to, to race well in a series like that. Second number one, at Spearhead, who was a very good winner on Sunday here at San Angelet, all the way in 29 and 45. And look, I do feel a bit nervous not having him on top, but I just reckon Curentia, if they do get in the shootout, I reckon Curentia is going to be stronger in the run to the line. Third number seven, Crowds are dancing. Look, she debuted really well uh, through a couple of maiden series and restricted win series earlier in her career, but she just hasn't really been able to build some consistency since then. So I want to see a bit more of that from her. And fourth, number three, Dinah Quark, who looks to be a handy type, but I reckon these other the two that are put on top, one and six, do look to be uh, quite a class above what he is. So race 10, I've gone six, one at seven and three. Six from one, seven and three. Uh, we then go to race 11, and he can take out nine and ten. Interesting race, this one. I've got in number four on top, Where's Woodley. And if I'm correct here in him winning the race, it's going to be one hell of a show because he's got no early speed, but he's got a big motor. We saw him uh, begin slowly, as expected last week. He was even caught in bother and probably cost four or five lengths. Still was able to storm home and be beaten a length uh, in OK time. So I think in this one, it's a similar field. He just needs clear running. He's going to warm up something serious down the back straight and hopefully he gets that clear running that he does need to win the race. Second number eight, Will Shire Boy, who jumped from the same draw on Sunday. He used it well, showed good pace, and I do expect him to, to do the same thing yet again. Third number one, Dr. Abby, who will have room to move 
um, in the early stages. And she's an okay beginner, but she just doesn't win as often as what she probably could. She runs a lot of placing, so she's got to be including your exotics and fourth number two at St. West. And we've seen with her lately, she wants to get wide on the track. So for any court outside of her in the first 20 to 30 metres, they're going to be in some real trouble. So race 11, the penultimate of the night, I've gone with 4, 8, 1 and 2. 4, 8, 1, 2. And then to the last race, 12 over the 5.15, take out runners 6 and 10. Yeah, the last of the short price favourites throughout the night. He will be about a dollar thirty. He should be winning. That is number one, Al Star. He was really good last week. He was probably a bit unlucky to run into Libby's Dream. He looks to be a really uh, talented type and a, and a sprinter on the up. There's no Libby's Dream in this race, and he's come up with a, a better draw in a box number one. We saw him lead a long way early. He went eighteen seventy seven to the back straight. And if you're not familiar with with sectional times here at Sandown, that's quite sharp and something you'd probably expect, expect in a free for all race. So. If he brings that same sort of form to the tail, he should be winning this one at a short price. Second number two is Shannon Magic, who can show outstanding early speed, but she's just not overly strong in the run to the line. Third number four, Heishel Johnny. Now, he's second up from quite a long spell, and we know he's quite a talented type, but I just want to see him produce some of his uh, better form um, since returning to that break until we really start to, to see where he's at. And fourth number five, Marjong World, who rounds up Pretty well to, to run uh, to win here on, on Sunday in 29 and 88. So race 12, the last, I've gone 1, 2, 4 and 5. 1, 2, 4, 5. And what about your best, Ruffy Quaddy, in your play of the day? Best bet, race 5, number 3, Oakvale Magic. As I said, she just looks at a, a load of class above the rivals she comes up against. That's race 5, number 3, my best. Belly bet, race 11, number 5, Where's Woodley? You should be around $5 and... Just hope he gets that clear running because he's got that massive motor they can really uh, take advantage of. Quaddy, first leg, I've gone with one, three, five, and seven. Second leg, number three, one out, poke the bear. Third leg, we're running with the field. And the final leg, seven and eight. So that's a wrap of uh, racing from at Sandown Park tonight. Nars, of course, poke the bear, stepping up in distance. The highlight throughout the card in race number six. And then following tonight, Saturday night at Horsham, of course, the Horsham Cup. And we've got a terrific field to be contesting that. Of course, heats ran last Tuesday. And looking forward to the final on Saturday night. Wonderful, Jace. Good luck with it. Thank you.